Trainer. Yo, yo, this is Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Hello, beautiful human. We are here with Dan, and we welcome Mary Moser to the studio. Hello. Is that how you pronounce your last name? Mauser. Mauser. It's fine. There's Sorry. all different. I get every pronunciation under the sun. If I say it wrong again, you can kick me in the face. Okay. <laughs> you can do the crane stance. And- I, I, I will do my very best. Cheap I don't know shot. if I can get my, my leg up that high. What What are you talking about? <laughs> don't you have- I, I was doing pretty good. I actually was training with my boyfriend before we went to go film season two, and I was able to kick up to his head height, and he's six foot tall. So, Whoa. Yeah. So I got I got that high, but I, it's been a minute since I've been stretching. So Well, because at the end of season one, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I have not watched a full season of Cobra Kai. <laughs> I have watched a part of the first episode. Uh-huh. I've watched a good hunk of the first episode of the second season. Okay. But I have spent time with one of my friends, Alberto, uh-huh. who is beyond obsessed and entrenched <laughs> in all of it. <laughs> That's and awesome. he broke it all down for me. Uh-huh. There was a kick from you at the end of season one that was yes. really high and really spinny and quite intense. Yes. Like, that was that was not me. Whoa. I did I learned part of the kick. I learned as much as I possibly could, but the girl who did that kick, she's been in training to do that for like I think 8 years of her life to be able to do that kind of thing. I cannot do that kind of thing. <laughs> I can do some pretty cool stuff now though. I have learned a lot. Um and I feel like I've I've definitely raised my skill level. Um but I don't I'm not going to be doing any any aerials anytime soon. What have you dedicated 8 years of your life to? Acting? Uh, more than that. I actually, my, my acting career celebrates its 18th birthday this year. Wow. Yes. Happy birthday. Thank you, thank you. Wow, for such a lazy tourist, you really <laughs> yeah. kept us going. <laughs> you know what? I think it was laziness that, and the food. It's the <laughs> laziness and the love of food that keeps me acting. I'm like, there's crafty around all the time, and most of the time, you just sit around and wait for people, so. So you dedicate 18 years of your life to this craft. Uh-huh. We got a sister who, does she even look like you? My sister, I... No, no, no. The sister who kicks for you. Does she look like you? Oh, oh. I think she looks decently like me, especially from, like, behind and, like, aside. That's but, what you like, need. in the face, I feel like we look very different, but we're actually, like, uncannily similar. I feel like body type and, like, height and stuff like that. Yeah. She, she dedicates eight years of her life to being able to kick, flip, turn, yeah. <laughs> twilt things. Is there pressure on you to learn these moves? Because it is an art form, but it's also a a form of self-defense and it's a cultural thing. There's a lot of pressure on getting those things right. And they're very meticulous. Yeah. No, there was definitely, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that like watching it back, I'm like, oh man, I like, I see what they were saying. I like, I should have aimed that a little higher. I should have done this a little stronger. But at the end of the day, like I had no experience in this at all like I literally skipped PE I hate working out I had never I tried the treadmill about three times in my life and that was it I like avoided working out at all costs and then I booked the show and in season one I was like oh this is so cool maybe I'll get to like do some karate and then then I when season two came around I was like please 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 can I do karate they were like oh just you wait and they were like we're gonna put you in training and so I got myself into kickboxing and Muay Thai for like a couple months before the official training started and it was a complete lifetime, like lifestyle shift. Um, it was a lot of work. But I think for not knowing any of it before, I fell completely in love with it. And I learned as much as I possibly could in like a two-month span. But that's about all I had, you know? Which is really impressive because you have to really take it in quickly. <laughs> it's a lot of information. And it's a lot of things that you now have to act on while you are literally acting and you have a yeah. thousand different things going on on set. Yes. So you... Learn a little bit from being in season one about what this means and what Mm -hmm. karate means and the moves and the cultural everything. 
when you first find out about this audition, that they're going to bring back Karate Kid in this whole new way, what what hits your brain? Are you thinking, oh, this is going to be a hit, or hopefully it's me? <laughs> I honestly had never seen The Karate Kid, so I had no idea what it was. <laughs> wax on, um, wax off. My boyfriend was a big fan of The Karate Kid, so I accidentally actually slept through my first audition. Um, that, like, what? never happens to Get me. Like, I'm out. very on it, okay? And then this one day, I don't know what happened, I my boyfriend called me and he was like, hey, weren't you supposed to like, be at an audition today? And I was like, oh, no. And I looked at my email and I was like, oh, my God. And he was like, what's it for? It was like something called Cobra Kai. And he was like, call now. Reschedule that. <laughs> Fix it. And I was like, okay. So I like, I was like calling. I was freaking out. I got it rescheduled. I was able to go in a different day. He was like, who are you going in for? I was like, um, some Samantha LaRusso or something. He was like, Ugh. he was like trying not to like make me more nervous. So I was like, just don't say anything. Don't say anything till I'm done with the audition. And then I ended up getting the call back and I was like, okay, but don't say anything now because now I can't know anything. Now it's like, now it's serious. And then I was like, when I got the screen test, I was like going in to meet Ralph and I was like, now I really just like, I'm clueless and that's, I have to commit to it. I'm, com- I'm clueless and I'm committing to it. And, uh, and then after that, when I did get the call that I booked it, we sat down and binge watched the the Karate Kid movie. So my thought from like the whole experience was like, I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. And then when I realized how much is surrounding this and like fans and like all this stuff, like I was like super duper nervous to be honest. (laughs) I was, I was really nervous. I knew the karate aspect didn't lie on me so much in season one, but in season two, I definitely felt that like next level of like, okay, not only am I now the Karate Kid's daughter, but now I'm the Karate Kid's daughter who's supposed to be able to do karate. So <laughs> that's right, and you have to pick which dojo you're going to train at. Yes, that's how the end of season one happens. Yes, yes, we at the end of season one, there's the moment where Samantha's kind of coming back. She supposedly took karate from her dad, and in my mind, from Miyagi as well, like when she was very young, um, and then quit when she was about eight. And it's been now eight years since then, and she's taken this long break from it. And it's, I think, was mostly to do with, like, a, ugh, dad. Like, I don't want to be around dad anymore. Like, I want to be cool. And then I think at the end of season one, she's kind of, like, going through a lot, and she comes back to karate as a way to, like, center herself and to kind of, like, find that part of herself again that felt balance and it felt peace and all of those things that Miyagi-Do can bring to you. And, uh, and then in season two, we kind of get to see her journey as she commits to that but then at the same time like it can't fix all your problems so there's still a lot of drama uh so much drama <laughs> because one you, you you brought up nerves around the fans mm-hmm. this is so serious to so many people yeah. uh, i feel like mr miyagi and ralph macchio and will what's his last name william zabka that's Billy. it these people through these characters have bestowed life lessons on a whole generation of human yeah. beings that uh, dude Alberto was so passionate about it, it was actually overwhelming for me because I think he learned things like patience and how to resolve problems and also Mm self-discipline and consistency and hard hard work and ethic and being fair and not cheating. Like, there's a lot of life lessons that get woven into a human being by watching these Karate Kid movies. Mm -hmm. So I understand the pressure there. Yeah. But there's also a lot of drama in this show that maybe didn't exist in the movies before because there's a lot of love happening. Yes. Your boyfriend is the son of... Your your boyfriend, sorry. Your boyfriend is training with your dad's arch nemesis. Yes. Miguel. In season one. My season one boyfriend. Okay. Season one part two boyfriend. I had another boyfriend, then this boyfriend, that boyfriend. Up, Miguel. And so then I started dating this boyfriend, Miguel. Oh, and then a lot of boyfriends. season two, <laughs> yes, Samantha, Samantha was going through something, okay? <laughs> and, then, and then in season, yeah, so in season one, Samantha dates Miguel, which is 
that creates this like Romeo and Juliet situation where they're on opposite sides of this the the Montagues and the Capulets. I love it because Dan, just in case you didn't know, her dad Ralph Macchio in this show, Daniel, he was. Uh, Fighting with this guy, William's character. What's mm-hmm. his name? Billy Zabkas. Billy. Uh, he plays. Uh, sorry, he plays Johnny. So it's Daniel versus Johnny. Mm-hmm. They fight. There's a kick in the face. This is way back when the in the original. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. I know that. All right. All right. And, but it starts there. Like the whole season starts there, and then this guy, he was a part of Cobra Kai. He starts his own dojo. Yes. He brings back Cobra Kai, which is a big problem for Daniel in his life because Cobra Kai, essentially, you know, absolutely changed his adolescence and his. His life, and and now he has to defend Miyagi's legacy as well because Miyagi's no longer there to defend his own name and legacy. And I feel like Daniel, you know, takes all of this on upon himself. But his arch nemesis, his son, isn't he training with Mister Mi- like through Mister Miyagi's program? Yes, yes. Robbie, Johnny's son, Robbie is training with Daniel. So boom. And then in season two, I start training with Miyagi Do with with Robbie. <sighs> Romance brews and. I become kind of this, like, tether between the two worlds, which was super fun. There was actually this one detail, which I I keep freaking out about. I just don't know if anybody, like, realizes it, but I thought it was so cool. Our uh, costume designer, Frank, had us, um, almost every time that you see the Miyagi-Dos and the Cobra Kais in the same room, Cobras are wearing red and Miyagi's are wearing blue. And I'm usually wearing either a combination of the two or purple as, like, like a thing, like, Um. to always... And I just thought it was, like, so cool, like, how dedicated he was to, like... And, like, there's this moment where, like, one of the characters is kind of also caught between two, and he's wearing, like, red and blue stripes. And it's, like, there's always, like, this, like, story is told through that, which was something so I loved cool. about um, Breaking Bad was the way you could kind of, like, see the characteristics and the story through their wardrobe. And I thought that was so cool that he, like, brought that in. That It's the little details that matter. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it's flawless. Zach Sancho. Yo, beautiful human. If you're ever stopped at a railway crossing and the signals are flashing and you don't see the train or it looks like it's moving slow... And you're thinking maybe you can get across the tracks before the train comes. Think about this. In 2018 alone, 270 people were killed at railroad crossings. 270. Stop. Trains can't. This message was paid for by NHTSA. Zach Sancho. Why do you think this show has really resonated with people new and old when it comes to their love for Karate Kid? I feel like, like you said, the Karate Kid, the original movie, like taught people lessons. It resonated with so many people in in so many different walks of life like you can relate to it if you're daniel's age and you're struggling with bullying you can relate to it if you're the parents age you can relate to it if you're miyagi's age you're passing on this legacy like all these different aspects that you can take from and i feel like the show cobra kai has kind of like done that in a new more modern way there's like obviously some things they can't recreate quite that magic of like the that the 80s movie had, but there's this new magic that it has in the way that it it incorporates, like, comedy, which I think is really cool. Like, the original movie, obviously, it's a drama. You know what I mean? And it's it's, it's a a hero story. It's an underdog story. It's all of that. And then the show kind of takes that and almost, like, helps you make fun of it in a way. It's like you can laugh at yourself for how seriously you take the ridiculousness of this karate (laughs) drama. Like, as as Ralph sometimes jokingly calls it, the karate soap opera. Like, it's, you know, it's... It's fun in that sense. And then I feel like on top of that, it still teaches those lessons. There's a, there's like some really cool lessons, especially like in season two that like even like changed for me. Like there was like this moment where Johnny talks about like this is just black paint on a white wall, but that's not like the way the world works. Like everything is shades of gray and, you know, you can't just go by this like no mercy logo. Like you'd have to like, you know, know that there are different levels to mercy and there's honor and all this stuff. And like 
just these life lessons where I was like, whoa, like I'm sitting here like learning from this. So I feel like it still has that, has the new magic of the modern world. It has the comedy aspect and then it has obviously the the things that people loved so much about the original movie. It's just the heart. It's an extension of original, of an original done right. Truly. Like, you know, you see a lot of people or a lot of shows come back or a mm-hmm. lot of shows kind of continue on. There's something about Cobra Kai, though, that has really resonated in a way that, like, a Fuller House maybe couldn't. I feel like there's definitely, I mean, a lot of it, I think, comes from the passion of everybody who's working on it. Hmm. And especially our our three, like, producers, creators, writers, uh, Josh, John, and Hayden. Um, They're awesome, and they're huge Karate Kid fans. So I feel like they came back to it being like, we don't want to mess this up. Like, this meant so much to us that, like, we want to really respect and treasure this, which is, I feel like, something that all the fans of the original movies can recognize and be like, I mutually feel the same thing. I want this to be protected, but I also want to see where it goes. And that's like a really, I don't know, it's a combination of those two things that makes these creators so unique. They they love it. They live for it. They obviously die for it. They want to protect (laughs) it, but they're still fascinated on where the story could go. Yeah. What is Will Smith's involvement here? Um, I know he's a, a producer. Big um, fan? Uh, me? Am I a big fan of Will Smith? No, like he's a big fan too as much as he produces that's, the show. That's crazy to me. I, the other day I just saw him like post the on Instagram the our, our mural yeah. over here in Culver City. Um, we have a mural on like the side of a bar. And like I've always thought it was so cool that like there was like the Karate Kid mural, you know, in the valley. And there's the um, the other mural that Ralph's on is, um, with the like stay gold pony boy from the Outsiders or whatever. And like I was like, oh, that's so cool. There's a freaking mural and my face is on a wall. That is crazy. And then on top of that, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air yeah. Instagrams it. I was like, I tweeted, my, I texted my boyfriend in like the middle of the night. I was like, look at that. Look at it. He it's was like, bonkers. thanks for rubbing it in my face, but also that's awesome. I mean, it's cool to see his involvement. Also yeah. to like see these validating posts, but I don't know. It's a cool producer to have. Uh, definitely. Uh, definitely. There's like, I mean... In every aspect of this, I feel like I just keep, like, freaking out at how cool it is to be around the people. Like, working with Ralph Macchio and, like, Billy Zabka and Martin Cove, who were, like, from the original Karate Kid. And they're, like, so welcoming and just, like, big open arms. And I just think that's the craziest thing. Like, I have to pinch myself. Like, Ralph texts me on my birthday. He texts me on holidays. Like, how you doing? I'm like... Who else gets to say that, like, Ralph Macchio is like, make sure you wear a coat when you go outside. Like Very few. (laughs) But you know what? Are you afraid that this show is going to have an effect on your life? That The same way it's had an effect on Ralph Macchio's life? He named his kid Daniel. <laughs> he did. Apparently it was also a family name, though. I will give him that. Uh, are you going to have a daughter and name her Samantha to keep the legacy going? <laughs> um, I I don't know that I, I would uh, put that upon my child. Um, because he has quite a legacy. You get to be like, here's a super cool name with a super cool character. I can be like... I'm not sure I did Samantha Justice, so I'm not going to do that to you. <laughs> but um, but no, I, I definitely, like, I hope so. I hope that this is something that I can share with my kids. I think that's, like, this show is so cool, and I get so excited. My boyfriend fanboys over it like crazy. My friends, like, huge fans of the Karate Kid movie as well, and, like, love watching the show. And I think that's, like, so cool and so rare and, like, special to be a part of something like that. That, like, I hope it, and I think it will survive generations in a similar way that, that uh... The Karate Kid movies did. Is that a big like piece of validation for you to have somebody in your life like your boyfriend be a genuine fan? Like even if you weren't in it, he would still love it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he actually like he won't let me tell him anything. I'm not allowed to tell him any spoilers. <laughs> Literally, I come home from work and he's like, "How was your day?" And I'm like, "Good." I he's like, "Great." I'll talk to you later. 
Like, doesn't want to know anything. Um, Does he so, think he's da- dating Samantha sometimes? Uh, yeah. He, he's some, he makes little jokes sometimes. He's like, I'm dating the Karate Kid's daughter. I'm like, oh, be quiet. Like, uh, What's your real life boyfriend think of these on-screen romances? Um, I, I don't know who he's rooting for, honestly. Uh, but he's rooting for one of the teams. I don't know. He's, he's, he's a good sport about it. He's actually like, he's like, I don't know. Like, there's just, there's so much, there's so much history here. Like, I mean, I don't really know what side I'm on. I'm like, you know what? You sit over there and like talk about this. It's weird for me. I'm gonna go away. <laughs> so you won't watch with him. Uh, once the show finally came out, we watched it together, and now he like it really does. It means a lot to me to know that like he's such a big fan. I, like it, it, it's like so cool to to have other people tell me like that they really enjoy the show and it means so much to them. But like it's definitely like a different experience to have somebody like really close to me be like a complete fanboy over it. Be like. You know, just like everything that I that we do, it's not just like, oh, you did a really great job in that scene. It's like, oh my god, and that kick, and the way, you th- and then the block, and so then all oh, the thing you said. And it's like, yeah, it, it's really cool. It means a lot to me. It's kind of motivating. Definitely, yeah. It- makes me makes me work as hard as I possibly can, which I already thought I was doing um, in season one, and then I definitely tried to give even more in season two. So, But you're already greenlit for a season three, and it's yeah. been out. It came out on my birthday, May 2nd. Yes, yes, it did. Four days ago. <laughs> and now you already have a season three. That's yes. a really fast green light. It it definitely is. It was um, it was, I, I like we all had a feeling like leaving season two. It was like everybody was like, I think I'll see you again. Bye. <laughs> I think I'll see you again. But then like we all like I think privately just like hoped and had this like feeling. But you never know. You know what I mean? You just you can't, can't be know. Too sure. And yeah, and it's like I, I was. Honestly, like, again, like, I just, I want to go back because I want to see where it's going to go. I want to go back because I want to be a part of something like this. Like, I want to go back. But, of course, like, it's also just cool to know that, like, the fans loved it so much that it just, like, was that easy. Like, I've never been in a situation where it's that easy, to be honest. Like, most of the shows I've been on, it's like, you're waiting for upfronts to come around. It's like, biting your nails, and you're like, hopefully, maybe, if that show doesn't get picked up, sorry, guys, uh, hopefully we get picked up. But it's like, you know, you're waiting for that slot. But, like, in this one, it was just like, it just happened. And I was like, what? Like, my agent, my manager, and my uh, attorney, like, all called me at the same time on the phone. They're like, hey, we just want to talk to you. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. And they were like, congratulations. I was like, yes. It's crazy. Yeah. So do you have a script yet for season three? We don't. We don't have nothing. I think they opened the writer's room maybe this week or so. But um, but yeah, they it's it's in the very beginning stages. I do. I do know that um, that we're supposed to uh, have a little more time this year, maybe an early start or something like that. But I don't know anything details. I don't know any. I do also know that I keep dropping hints. I'm like, so Samantha, like she keeps doing karate though, right? So, like, just a little bit crowded. Yeah, so do you have any input moving forward on where your character goes? I mean, like I said, like the guys who create this show, they're so incredible and they're so open and they they've even like going into season two, like we're very like, you know, talk to us, talk to us. And and now going into season three, they're like, look, you know your character is like, you know, come and tell us things. Like if you have an idea, if you have a thought, if this doesn't sit right with you, like they're very open and like welcoming about that, which I feel again, like just super like crazy. Like I've also been acting since I was very young and I feel like at that age it's just like kind of like come in and say your lines and then leave and mm-hmm. then like as now being treated like an adult like an equal of like you have ideas I'm like do I? <laughs> I do? <laughs> but I feel like it's that like you're, it's at season three that somebody really gets to know their character like you know Samantha you know her motivations by now yeah probably way better than you knew her in season one yeah definitely I feel like uh, she's also like had time to develop the character and like she's grown and she's changed and like all of these really cool aspects that I hope to get to like to bring to season three. 
What about Will Smith? Should he come and do a cameo? Uh, yes, definitely. I, I feel see- like we should have we should have like Jaden Smith. We should have like the. I feel like yes. we should have the whole the whole fam in there. Yes, yes, I'm all about. He it. was a karate kid. He was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he needs to show up. Yeah, I know. I know. Let's. That's 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 one of my ideas. Um, I keep also just saying like you know it, like but Samantha like karate right karate yeah okay cool <laughs> and then other than that um, like who are we fighting with. <laughs> I'm ready to know the tea. I want the drama. I want to know, like, who is my enemy. I'm ready. Like, I will not talk to this person for months. Just, like, just watch me. Watch me. Get a motive. <laughs> yeah. Build some real motivation. <laughs> no, honestly, like, it's that's the hardest part, I feel like, of doing this show is, like, this whole, like, warring dojos thing. Like, everybody is so cool that it's, like, so hard to, like, play angry. But it becomes even more fun because you just kind of, like, rile each other up. Like, as we were doing, like, there's a shot in episode 10 that um, was a, like, I think it was an 80-second winner um, of fighting just fighting and it was insane we had one two three four five different fights happening in the same shot and we had uh three texas switches which is where they switch out the stunt doubles with the real actors going on while all this was happening so they'd have to like disappear into the crowd and then pop out like just in time it was insane it was the coolest experience and all of us were just like all of us in between were just like all right ready ready and we're all like pumping each other up and then afterwards we're all going around doing like the team high fives (laughs) and then we go back to hating each other because the choreography on that literally has to be perfect oh yeah we got we got um i think it was two weekends to to practice and then we started how many takes did it take you we got six i think six so they set the the amount we i think wanted to get in as few as possible especially by the time we got to six like everybody was wiped we were giving our all on every take and it's it's a lot like it was i mean there's there's literally like it's constant combat it wasn't like like a punch a kick it was literally five fights happening like at once and people were being thrown against lockers i got like slammed into a locker and then i get like i I flip a girl over like it was just like craziness so they didn't set i don't think a specific number but they were basically like we need to get this. And once we got that last take, it was like we were done. Like everybody was like, that was it. But it's the switching of people that yeah. is the most impressive. Yes. Like, no, we had like stunt doubles hiding behind the cameraman and following him around so that they could switch out just in time and then switch back and then like duck oh under, God. hide behind doors, like running through hallways. Like it was crazy. I've never heard of, I've, I've, I've seen stunt doubles come in and like people be in like positions and then tap out and then tap yeah. in. I've never seen that. Must have been so cool to watch. It was so cool, but of course I can't watch it. No, you're. I'm in like, it. meanwhile, I'm in the middle <laughs> yeah. of it, like, da, 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 and then as we get through, there's like this shot to it, like the very last second where my character gets pushed through a door, and I made the weirdest face. But you know what? It was the sixth take, and it was all we were getting, so I just had to embrace it. I was like, that's the face Samantha makes. <laughs> did that shot end up in the episode? Oh yes, it did. <laughs> it always when, does. When we went in to do ADR too, they were like, I was like, so. What noise does that face? <laughs> what noise do I make to represent that facial expression? It's like, nah. and like I was like, I'm like making like growls and like all kinds of like crazy noises. I think they ended up putting no sound in because I probably made some really weird noises. They couldn't find the right. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you are making Pine Bluff, Arkansas proud. <laughs> I hope so. I, I th- hope so. You definitely are. Come on, from Arkansas to freaking LA to Cobra Kai. Yeah, I, I got to take my boyfriend back to my hometown recently, and he was definitely. I think he didn't believe me how different it was from California until he saw it, and then he was like. Oh, get out of here. It's Arkansas, dude. It's a completely different world. But we actually went to visit. um, Ralph was grand marshalling a parade 
in Hot Springs, Arkansas, of all places. What are the chances? And so uh, he was like, oh, you have to come visit. I'm going to be in your neck of the woods. I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, I'm going to. Because he didn't believe me. Because then I texted him. I was like, hey, I'm here. Where do I meet you? And he was like, what? <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we got to hang out with him all day, drink some green beer. He Ooh. grand marshaled the parade. He did all of his waving and handing out uh, um, necklaces. In and Hot then, Springs. Yeah, it was, it was super fun. <laughs> That's great. Do you want to start doing more of your own stunts season three? Definitely. I mean, I did almost everything like literally everything short of very dangerous for myself and because samantha didn't have as much of the like aerial stuff or anything like that this season we like there was a couple things where i was on a wire but i actually got to do it i as much as the stunt coordinators would allow me to do i did um it was super duper fun i definitely am challenging myself in the off season to learn even more there's i specifically want to get good at tornado kicks i can't for some reason get the timing of it it's like impossible for me what's a tornado kick it's like where what, you... What do you think? I mean, I, I assume you <laughs> kick while spinning in a circle. Basically, but like there's this thing where you have to like lift up one leg and like jump on it. And then as you like bring that leg down, you land on it and then you throw the kick. And it's just like the timing of it. I don't know if that's that like I never played video games. I never had like coordination <laughs> of any kind, like hand, eye, body, whatever. Um, but that's my goal. I really want to get good at tornado kicks. And then I also just want to keep like cleaning myself up and getting like, you know, as strong as I can. So, like, I definitely want to I want to do as much as they will ever let me do. I will keep begging them to let me do it. What won't they let you do? Like, is there something they're like, you're not doing this? Um, let me think. Yes, there was one. There was one, and it actually ended up getting cut. But there was a, a shot where um, Peyton List's character was supposed to flip me. And it literally involved, like, no pad on the floor landing on your shoulder. And she was like, we're not letting you do this. I was like, but we could. She's like, no, you're, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> so uh, so I think, but I mean, I also had an awesome stunt double. Um, her name is Julia Maggio. Maggio, I believe I'm pronouncing it right. Please, Julia, don't be mad at me. Um, she was awesome. And she uh, she was there for me and very supportive the whole time and was like, anything you don't want to do, anything you're not comfortable with, let me know. She knew I wanted to push myself as hard as I could go. So she was cheering me on the whole time. And then when it was time that I was like, okay, I have to step out. She was like, I got you. But um, but I actually got to do, I would say, like, a very decent amount of everything that we did, I, I got to do. And that was everybody. Like, everybody was doing as much as they could possibly do. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, it was super cool. It I, was really fun. I give you a lot of credit. <laughs> I was only in a situation once where I needed a sun double, and uh, it was to go down a fireman's pole, and I wouldn't do it because I didn't have the upper body strength to, like, <laughs> go down slow enough. I would get on, and I would just drop Shut the ground. down, that's amazing. And then they would go, like, from the video village, and go, well, can you, like, uh, can you hold yourself up there? <laughs> and then, like, I would try, and then i fall down again. Oh, that's amazing. There's a... There was a, um, a thing at the beginning of episode nine of season two that w- it's like a Rocky Four training montage moment. <laughs> and it's me versus Peyton List's character, Tori. And they warned me early in the season. They were like, we were like a couple weeks in. They were like, hey, just so you know, you have a heads up. Like in 209, there's going to be a training montage. And we just want to give you a warning so that you know lots of close-ups. You know, you got to have everything clean and crisp. If you want it to look like that way, it's on you. And I was like, I got you. So I uh, grabbed one of our stunt coordinators, Chanel Kerfman, and I was like, please help me. And <laughs> so she and I actually, like, again, never lifted weights, anything. I worked out every single day. If wow. I wasn't training the stunts, I was working out at home in my gym. She would text me a home workout. I'd do it. And then if we weren't doing that, every week we went to Soul Cycle. And uh, we challenged each other to, like, up the arm weights. And uh, we were g- pushing myself as far as I possibly could to be able to do that. Because, again, I had 
no strength whatsoever coming into this, um, which you can kind of see at the beginning of season two. Everything's very soft, and then by the end of season two, though, I was able to like I was able to flex. Not I had like hard. some muscle right there. I was like, mm-hmm. you might not be able to see it, but I know it's there. See, that's real dedication. Yeah, you care. It was definitely it was it was. I wanted to make like I wanted like fifteen year old me at home to be like, oh, I can do that too. Like if that very normal looking average looking like person can like transform or like work really hard and like achieve something like that i want to like i can do that too so i was hoping hoping to help 15 year old me giddy up (laughs) are you still working out now that you're not filming i'm actually in physical therapy currently um i blocked a kick incorrectly and hyperextended these three fingers backwards um and i i got a like a stress sprain on my day off on my ankle. My ankle got sprained on my day off. I was literally so mad. Doing I was like, what? I, I got out of bed and I was like, ow. And I looked down. I was like, what the heck? And I was like, it's probably fine. And then there's an episode two and I, and we have a, like a party scene um, where we're standing on, um, on like these stools playing a drinking game. And I was, I was like, I'm going to have to stand on this ankle all day. <laughs> and I didn't tell anyone because I was like, I don't think it's really sprained. I think it just like hurts a little bit. And then after we wrapped, I was like not able to walk on it for a little while. It literally just happened on my day off. I was so mad. But anyway, so I'm that currently sucks. in physical therapy. And oh. apparently in like three more weeks, I'll be able to get back to working out. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. A three-week vacation. Yes. Welcome to my life. <laughs> it's been this way since I was born. Yeah. Every every three weeks just starts afresh, right? <laughs> I just never work it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had a 45-year-old man put a wig on and have to slide down a fireman's pole and pretend to be me because <laughs> I didn't have the body strength to do it. That's amazing. It's one of the most embarrassing things I've ever had to force someone to do. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, 35th anniversary of Karate Kid. Mm-hmm. Have you been to golf and stuff? Not uh, on a date? I have not been to the actual golf and stuff Get location. out of here. It's I know. so close. Is it? Yes. Norwalk, what? California. Okay, I didn't know this. I, I saw one, and it was being closed down. Oh, that's And sad. so I, I was like, well, there goes my dreams of golf and stuff. Do but you, um, did but you we not did sh- Dave and Buster's a bunch as our substitute. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Where did you... But do you... Does golf and stuff not come into Cobra Kai, the TV show? Yes, we have a... Uh, Miguel and I go on a date to golf and stuff in season one. That's it. Yeah, it was super duper fun. We filmed at this, um, this location, I think it was called like Fun Spot in Georgia, where we film. And... Um, it was basically Sholo and I just joking on, joking around, like, having a great time all day, like, goofing off. And then at the end of the day, we had a kiss scene. And we thought we had, like, four more scenes leading up to this. Like, he and I were, like, best friends, right? We're, like, hanging out all the time. Like, this is good. Like, I was like, this is not going to be weird, but maybe it'll be weird. But it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And uh-huh. then we get up. We thought we had, like, three more scenes. And they were, like, running out of time. We're cutting those scenes straight to the flip. And I was like, Ugh! oh, my God. And Sholo and I just look at each other and we're like, Suddenly, like, not able to make eye contact, and it was, like, super awkward and, like, very nerve-wracking, and then um, we we got through it, though. We got through it, but I think there was, like, the whole time we were, like, trying not to laugh and, like, trying to take it seriously and trying not to also cringe because we were, like, siblings. Is it? Yeah, like, that's weird to kiss somebody that you don't see in that way. Yeah, well, no, I mean, it definitely is, but, like, the thing was, going into season one, I knew that. Like, I knew that was going to happen at some point. So that was, like, fine. Going into season two, I had to kiss Robbie, played by Tanner Buchanan. Did not see that coming. Like, I mean, I should have, very, very obviously, in season one. But I was like, no, no, they're going to, like, drag this out a little while longer. Like, season two, it'll be, like, a long hiatus for Samantha and no relationships. And uh, and then, like, a few episodes in, it was, like, almost kiss moment. And I started being, like, I was, I was sweating again. That one was, like, way more stressful because I was, like, Why? not. I was, like, not seeing it coming. Do you know what I mean? Like, for season one, I, like... 
I knew. I was like, I was looking at Sholo. I was like, dude, we're friends. We're going to kiss at some point. It won't be weird and it'll be over. And with Tanner, it was like, we have like multiple kiss scenes. What are you nervous about? According to the signs, the Taurus is the best kisser. Um, yeah, but like it also says that I should be like, I don't know, like probably says I should be like athletic or something. I'm not. So like, I don't, I don't trust that all the way. Um, are and you then nervous also, of your skills or who you're kissing? I think both. It's also like the fact that so many people are staring at you That's and weird. it's also recorded. Mm. If you make a weird face, if you like, <laughs> if your tongue goes somewhere weird, if you're like lips or it's, it's all <laughs> recorded and people can watch it back. <laughs> We've all seen the karate kid, right? Yeah. Have we? Yes. Well, okay. No. Well, no. parts of it. Okay. Fair. Have you seen Daniel and Ali's kiss? No. It's very passionate. Um, and it looked like they were trying to inhale each other. <laughs> and like, it's like very passionate. So I was like, there's like a lot to live up to here. There's like, there's pressure. Do they give you the direction of be passionate? Uh, there was one scene. There's like one clip at the beginning. I think it was episode seven, maybe. So, maybe not. Uh, it was like the beginning of one of the episodes. There's like a moment where like Tanner and I are like sitting on a bench and we're supposed to be like making out. And it's supposed to be like passionate, like making out against a wall initially. And then it got changed to like a sitting and like kissing. And Tanner and I are just like both so chill. We're just like, we're not, we're not going to be like, no. And so we have like a hand on a shoulder and like a hand on a neck. And then it was like that. And they were like, it was really sweet. I was like, great. That's, that sweet is good. That's wonderful. Love sweet. No passion. No. Sweet. <laughs> leave it at that. So how many guys did you have to kiss? On this show, three. Okay. Let's rank them best to worst. Oh no. no. <laughs> Dan, you're vicious. Um, you know, we don't have to, but we could. That'd be fun. <laughs> I, I, I feel like if anything, I would just give myself a big fat zero and they oh. can rate me separately. <laughs> I, I, I feel that's, that's completely unfair. First of all, I don't think I was paying attention to that at all. Like whether or not they were doing good. What were you paying I, attention I was, to? Your face? Your own mouth? Probably, yeah. I feel like you get hyper aware of like the way your face is moving yeah. and also like the facial expression you're making and also like breathing sounds and also like proximity and like your breath and like he hasn't shaved a little bit like all these things that i'm like aware of that have nothing to do with kissing (laughs) and everyone's watching you yes and everyone's watching you and they're going a little to the left you're blocking her light (laughs) 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 it's like it's like "Mm, okay Yeah, you can't really judge somebody in those situations. No, really no. <laughs> no. And as a member of the tourist community, known as one of the best kissers, mm-hmm. I do genuinely, and I do have a lot of confidence in my own kissing ability. Mm-hmm. That's really unfair energy and circumstances to perform under. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's so if they right. all give me a big fat zero, tell them <laughs> I was just circumstance, okay? That's it. <laughs> and also, you know, they probably weren't at their peak either. I do remember, though, they, they threw an extra kiss in for Sholo and I. Like, we were only supposed to have, like, one kiss and then, like, okay, kind of I threw it in, but, like, not purposefully. Oh. So, like, we were supposed to, like, le- like be in a hallway and, like, we're kind of in the middle of an argument and, like, I don't know we're in the middle of an argument. And so he's, like, supposed to go and it said in the script, like, he hugs her and walks away. And I was like, I don't know if I just haven't been in high school for a minute, but, like, I don't think I, like, hugged my boyfriend. No, you, you I feel like you, peck. like, you do, like, right? So I was like... Like a little kiss, and then I was like, "Oh God, I just wrote in a kiss. Why did I do that to myself?" And then they were like, "Yeah, sure, yeah, that looks that works great." So then uh, I go over to the crafty table where all the snacks and everything are, and I straight up, it was a moment from a movie. I reach for the pack of gum, and another hand reaches for the pack of gum. We meet in the middle. I look up, and it's Sholo. And I was like, "Oh God!" It's like let's just both have the whole pack. Look at that. Making make, making moves and giving direction <laughs> based on how Samantha would do it within her heart. Yes. Oh, yes. 
power. <laughs> Do you have any goals as it relates to Cobra Kai? Would you like to maybe, you know, a show like this could last a long time. Does that settle into your brain? I hope so. Are you cool with it lasting a long time? Definitely. I feel like there's like, there's an aspect that it's like where people get tired of a role. Like, I yeah. mean, Robert Downey Jr. got tired of Iron Man and we all know that. And Spoiler. That's fine. Well, he's he said about two years ago he was about done playing Iron Man. So not saying that has anything to do with anything. I'm just saying that he's tired of being Iron Man. That happens. Even the coolest of characters, right? You get a little tired of it. Daniel Craig, 007. Really? Yeah, he said he doesn't want to be 007 for the rest of his life. Oh, that's interesting. But I did he's not moving know that. on. But yeah, I feel like that's maybe a thing, and maybe I'll reach that point at some point, but I can't even fathom that right now. Like, I'm enjoying this so much. I'm so excited. I'm having so much fun. Like, this is, I've never gotten to, like, challenge myself physically this way. I've never gotten to challenge myself. Like, the mental work that I put into this, like, of really pushing myself as hard as I could to every limit, like, emotionally, in the scenes, in, you know, in acting ability, and all this stuff, like, I really try very hard and it's this is the first experience where i've had where i've really gotten to like stretch my legs and like do that as much as i possibly could and have such an amazing team around you where you're just there they embrace it and they want you to do well and they're trying to do everything they can to help you it's like i can't imagine a better work day than that amen (laughs) beautifully said Mm -hmm. what did you think when you first found out that this was going to be a youtube premium show is that weird? It, kind of, but it was also, I feel like, right when I auditioned for it, it was kind of when everything was, like, changing to that. It was like, I wasn't all that shocked, I mean, because it was like, I remember the first time my manager told me, oh, Netflix is going to start making their own TV shows, and I was like, what? And I'm imagining a, a Netflix channel on TV, it was how I was imagining it. <laughs> and now we're in this world where, like, digital is almost all that I watch. Like, yeah. I really don't have TV. I, like, watch Netflix, I watch YouTube, I watch, like, you know what I mean, things like that. So when I heard it was YouTube Premium, I was just like, oh, cool, like, this is the next step for YouTube. I didn't really know what that meant as for, like, viewership, as for, and I still really don't. When people are like, oh, like, the episodes reached over 54 million, whatever, I'm like, is that big or small? Like, how does that oh, relate to, like, big. ratings? Like, I don't know Sounds how like to, like, a lot quantify of people. this anymore. 25 million people, I believe, watched the first episode of season two, and you can see it right there, which Netflix doesn't do. So you have no idea who's right. watching what. Yeah, totally. No, it's definitely, it's cool, too, that I feel like with YouTube, like, you, I, I enjoy watching their originals, and then it's like they also have videos related to that, and I'm like, oh, okay, like, oh, I can like satisfy my like cravings in the, between like seasons and things like that. And I also, I don't know, I just, I really love the YouTube aspect of it. Like, I watch YouTube avidly. Like, that's kind of my main form of entertainment. Like, blog, YouTube. like vloggers, like different like things that I watch. So to me, it was just kind of cool to like be a part of that like new wave and new world. And didn't YouTube just announce they're going to start showing premium content for free? They did, I believe. So it, the show could get even bigger now. Yes, I, that's. I mean, that's. I guess what's going to happen. I have no clue, honestly. I'm. I all I care is like, did enough people watch it that we can get another season? And <laughs> yes. other than that, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, YouTube is the future, and getting into a good YouTube hole is never bad. <laughs> it's good. I always feel fulfilled afterwards. Unless you get into a bad YouTube hole. Well, yeah, yeah, And then you just end up very confused. (laughs) I've gotten into a hole where I've watched so many fight videos that I felt really dark afterwards. Uh uh Uh-huh. But then, like, YouTube also gives me that instant clarity and that instant light. Uh Uh-huh. And then you can also have an ad for Miyagi-Do Karate, which is a reference to season two. You'll have to see, but there's a a really funny... I've seen the commercials. Like, so that's what somebody came up to me and told me, too, that they've been seeing the ads. Am I talking about the right thing here? all right. The Cobra Kai ads on the YouTube videos that they're okay, watching. yeah. But it's made differently, right? Okay. Is it made as an actual commercial for something within the show? I don't know if that's what they're using. I have the premium, so I don't do, I don't have ads. Oh. But um, 
I, I in the show they have like a um Johnny discovers the internet sort of, and he like he like goes and initially obviously the first thing he types in is hot babes, <laughs> and then like kind of goes on his own like internet spiral and he's like figuring out how the internet works and he ends up on a YouTube video of like fighting of like a karate like <laughs> fight and up pops an ad for Miyagi-Do Karate. And it's like, don't be a snake in the grass. Like, come join Miyagi-Do Karate. And he's like, what? And he just like goes like completely crazy. I think it's so funny because the ad is so like genuinely Miyagi-Do and like Daniel and it's so like peaceful and like I'm doing this for the right reasons and all of my lessons are free. But then like seeing Johnny's reaction to it, it's so funny. YouTube is culture. (laughs) Any other questions, Dan? No, I just think YouTube's it's great what they're doing because while Netflix is raising prices, YouTube's like you can have it for free. Yeah, no, it's definitely. Real I feel, smart. That's 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 where I'm at. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't mind watching ads if I can like watch these like really cool shows for free. I just had the I had to have the whole conversation with myself over the weekend. <laughs> do I get rid of Netflix or do I keep it? Is it worth fourteen dollars yeah. a month? No. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm not paying for anything, so. <laughs> You just have friends codes. I don't know. I just like I'm not doing it. He doesn't. No, watch I don't watch anything. But I watch the first two episodes of Cobra Kai because they're free. Oh yeah. Okay. Well then, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> Mary Mauser. Did I say that right? Yes. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Can you do the crane? Uh, I, ever- I I learned I wa- learned wax on wax off. <gasps> oh, that's pretty cool. I learned that directly from Ralph, which was like pretty crazy, and I got to use it in season one a little bit, which was super fun. Wax on wax off. Were you able wax to on. grab the grasshopper? You mean the the fly? The fly, yeah, yeah. The yeah. fly? Uh, no, I actually am horrible at chopsticks. Um, so I need that lesson taught to me next season. I need, I need to be able to catch the fly next season. You could use the chopsticks that have the the rubber bands on the top of them. You know, uh, like yeah, they yeah, set yeah. Up for no, kids. literally, when I go to the to the to like any sushi restaurant, I'm like, can I can I have the, can I have the kids one or the fork? Can I have a fork? And then my boyfriend's like, this is embarrassing. Um, I'm learning though. I'm getting there. Slow and steady wins the race. <laughs> Mary Mazer, everybody, thanks right. for hanging out. Thank you. Love. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.